Hey, SoundCloud listeners, this is Ed Van Ness. And I'm John Shannon. You found an encore presentation of the Taxi Stand Hour. You can catch us live every Saturday at 10 a.m. by downloading the Radio TFI app. Enjoy the show. Adios. See ya. You found the Taxi Stand Hour. Over. On Radio TFI. It's Saturday. Oh, what is it? October 5th of 2019 in the year of our Lord. You are listening to the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI. From the Northern Command Studio here in Egan, Minnesota, I am John Shannon. And in the corporate headquarters of Radio TFI. It's Mr. Ed Van Ness. Good morning, sir. Good morning, kids and kittens. And uh, I trust we're all having a wonderful, beautiful day. I uh, We got home last night. It, it had dipped just below 50 degrees. It is, I know we don't do this anymore, but it is significant in the fact that it is, it is chilly out there. Let me tell you, it is, mm. it is a bright, sunny 51 degrees here. Uh, outside the 47th floor of the corporate headquarters uh, in the entertainment capital of the world, New York City. Mm. Good morning, John. Good morning. Well, we got about the same temperature, except it's cloudy, it's drizzly, it's windy out. Uh, it's kind of the kind of day you'd expect to see in New York City. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey. Have I mentioned I hate New York? Have I mentioned that's the first time I felt the need to defend it in about 50 years? That's that's a weird feeling. I'm going to need some medication for that. But <laughs> Oh, yes. I, I hate New York after the rude greeting that my beloved Minnesota Twins got in the Bronx last night. Oh, what happened? I was... Uh, yeah. I, uh, yeah, Please do yeah, tell. Yep. Do tell. The Yankees, uh, it looked good. It looked good for my home nine here. Uh-huh. Uh, they, they were up 2 nothing earlier, and uh-huh. then all of a sudden, the bottom kind of fell out of the boat, if you will. Well, well, well. Yeah, Yankees wound up winning that game 10-4. to four. Wow. Oh, it was, it was not a fun sight. October it, baseball. Yeah, well. The Twins what? are getting exposed for two things that are kind of an Achilles heel for them. They stink. Uh, pitching. Well, pitching <laughs> and their defense. Um, although the, the Yankees, uh, their first baseman committed quite a quite a blunder on a routine pop fly. At least the, the error our guy uh, committed was kind of an over-the-shoulder type catch that he couldn't quite come up with. Now, I, I, I didn't see the game last night, but but let me indulge me here for a moment. So, okay. So the Twins were involved in a sport last night where there's a, a an absolute time limit on how many runs, uh, how many runs they could have possibly scored. Oh, wait a minute. No, there's not. They could have kept oh. scoring runs at will. Oh, and no. 
bullpen shut him down. The Yankee and, bullpen shut well, him I'm, down. Well, I'm not done. I'm not done. And when you look at it from when the Twins are playing defense, since the Yankees show up, you know, in baseball, it's your nine against their nine. Oh, no. No, it's not. It is your nine against one. You've only got to defend against one batter. You've got nine guys out there. It's the only sport like that. <laughs> it and sucks, it's the, man. And it's the only Thank sport. You for rubbing the salt in this wound. Thank by the you. way, I do appreciate it. It's also baseball is also the only sport where the defense controls the ball or the puck in yeah. the case of hockey. Yeah, you're absolutely right. So there's absolutely no excuse for the Minnesota Twins, formerly the Washington Senators, by the way. Mm-hmm. Calvin yes. Griffin moved them moved them out there. Uh huh. They had plenty of opportunity, but I guess I guess the bottom line is they just suck. Yeah, well, last night they did. Now, mind you, again, I didn't see the game, and I don't want to have to listen to Yankee fans going, on, oh, God, it's horrible. Well, we've won 27,000 championships and what? No, but I don't care. I don't care. Well, you're close. They have won 27 world championships. Yeah. That was a nice number you pulled out. Yeah, well, because you hear it all the time. You hear it all the mm. time. And uh, I got to drive by uh, – I almost said Shea Stadium, City Field twice yesterday. Boy, what a mm-hmm. ghost town that is in October. Boy, I remember the yeah. days when uh, when Shea Stadium stood. And anyway, mm-hmm. so you know what the you know what the difference between uh, uh, hot dogs at uh, Yankee Stadium and hot dogs at uh, City Field are? Well, you can actually get a hot dog right now at Yankee Stadium. Very good. Oh man, I thought you'd. I thought with as tired as you might be, no. that would slip underneath you. There. No, no, you got to get good up pretty. Job. You got to get up pretty late in the afternoon to put one over on me. I mean, it's. Uh... <laughs> anyway, seven five four eight zero zero chat seven five four eight zero zero two four two eight. If you want to join in the conversation, uh, why don't we start things off John, with John. Our before you continue, I just want to add. Yes, I just sir. want to add, if you're going to call us and, and you happen to find yourself at a payphone, hey, call collect if you don't know how to work yeah. it. Yeah, Push exactly. O. Push O for operator. We will accept the charges. <laughs> I know it might be new and different to some of you folks, but if you're at a payphone, uh, that's that's reason enough to call if you're at a payphone. Yeah. I want to hear yes. all about that. Because as some, as some of you may or may not know, way back in the day, I used to repair payphones for a living. I've been involved mm. in two businesses that really don't exist anymore, taxi business and repairing payphones. So what's next? Exactly. Yeah, well, be careful. Yeah, don't hire might- me. Don't hire me. Yeah. Yeah, next thing you know, all these movie sets will all be generated by CGI and you will be out of a job. <laughs> don't, don't say nothing. Okay, I'm sorry. My bad. Uh, anyway, My bad. Let me let let me apologize to the powers that be. Oh, anyways, see, you shouldn't have got me off on that rant. Well, there you go. There you <laughs> All go. right. But, well, but look at that. We killed a solid seven minutes without even batting an eye. Yeah, no bre- kidding. We didn't break a sweat on that one. Mm. See ya. <laughs> and I've got pl- plenty in the old pocket, if you will, here. So uh, what, we won't. What, we won't. 
We won't cover half of it, I'm sure. What? We got to go to noon? Oh, my goodness. Oh, <laughs> heaven forbid. Well, what's what's in the news? Anything interesting this week? Well, it depends on what side of the coin you want to come up first. Oh, let's uh, let's start with, uh, with with one that affects everybody. Yeah, this let's, is this is a good idea. Let me get over on that page here. All right. Well, while you're starting that, I I just want to. I'm very disappointed. Uh, I responded to a tweet yesterday where I was literally uh, baiting uh, the, 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 the Trumpets. You know, the people that don't see that anything wrong has happened. And I pointed out, you know, because this one tweet, this person was saying, well, what about Adam Schiff needs to be investigated and blah, blah, blah. And this needs to be investigated. And what about this one? And Clinton's, Obama's emails, yada, yada, yada. Oh, you've noticed the whole diversion tactics now. Right. uh, Right. So so I... I, retw- I, I, I replied, well, look, just perhaps you folks didn't watch the news yesterday where the Cheeto in charge, forget we don't need anything anymore. We don't need a whistleblower. We don't need transcripts. We don't need any of that. We now have El Presidente live on TV breaking the law, doing exactly mm-hmm. what it is. It doesn't matter what the transcript says or, or what the whistleblower says. None of that matters. We got it right there on video now. This will be the easiest, uh, you know, and, and you're gonna, uh, right. You're going to hear the diversions now. Clinton mm-hmm. emails Obama, blah, blah, blah. The same, you know. Obama spied on me. Oh, my. And, yeah. And, well, and a, before you go on, right. before before I, I, I yield the floor, and then there's little Marco down in Florida, little Marco Rubio, and I'm sitting with this video up in front of me right now. Unfortunately, I can't play it uh, through the radio. But M- Marco Rubio says yesterday, oh, oh, he's just he's just trolling you guys. He does this just to get under your goat, referring to the media. He doesn't mean any of this whatsoever. And he almost, he came, comes this close to saying it with a straight face like he believes it. This close. <laughs> well, it's 2016 all over again. It's just that this time it's uh, Ukraine and China as, as opposed to Russia. You remember this 2016? Time, this time he, he was, was president. In, yeah, yeah. Well, that, I was getting to that. But uh it's just, it's the same thing, and uh, you know the the Russians gladly obliged in uh, 2016, and it kind of looks I I don't know what's going to go on with China or, or Ukraine in that uh, realm, but uh, it's it's the same ball of wax. He's looking for foreign interference into our election. Did you see the video of uh, of Putin at that conference the other day? And he Was mocked he the, on the hit? yeah he mocked the whole thing. Uh, Keir mm-hmm. Simmons of NBC News was moderating it. Some some thing uh, with leaders, and it was in Moscow. And Keir Simmons asked the question, you know, are you going to blah 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 interfere? Uh, and again, I don't have the exact wording in front of me. Putin leans into his microphone and puts his hand in front of his mouth, that whole, you know, I've got, I'm telling you a secret thing. And he says, mm-hmm. oh, I'll tell you a secret. I think we're going to interfere. So he's mocking the whole thing mm. because he knows this precious little we can do. And he's got a willing 
puppet. I would love to see the pictures he has of Trump. He has negatives because Trump never says anything bad about him. Never. No matter what has gone on. And I know no. that's the simplest explanation for all this, but he is clearly petrified of whatever Putin has to say or is able to show. And Well, uh, it's an easy target. I mean, you know, you look at uh, how much of a philanderer that uh, that uh, Trump was uh, before he was running for president uh, and before he officially announced he was running for president. Let's put it right. that way. <laughs> So. Oh, by the way, let's let's give the irony is dead. Uh, 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 the Merriam-Webster Dictionary. I sent them a tweet. I said, "Stop the presses. We have the new definitive description of irony." Donald Trump accusing somebody else's family of corruption. Mm-hmm. I the nerve, the absolute. Look at the two nitwits and the Cupid doll that you managed to produce. <laughs> I, I mean, oh, so, out. <laughs> well, the couple things that's really curious about this is, is yes, he's going after Joe Biden, but I would be horribly surprised when everything shakes out that Biden is going to get the nomination. I'm not saying whether or not I would vote for him. I still love Amy and will probably vote for her, even though she doesn't have a snowball's chance in hell. And and that's your right. I don't uh, think she makes. I don't think she makes it that far. No, you may be you may be correct there, sir. But um, you know, I, I I personally think that Elizabeth Warren is going to get the nod. To tell you the truth, uh, you you I, I she's she's running pretty good there. She's got a good head of steam going. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, look, they've all got skeletons in their closets. And they've all what got things. What politician doesn't, if you think about it. Right. They've all got things to answer for. Uh, but in the end, I think at this stage in our lives, this stage of humanity, we have to look at it in degrees. Mm-hmm. You know, did the fact that she uh, slightly overblew her Native American heritage, mm-hmm. how important is that? Uh, other things that are going to come up, probably have come up that I'm not aware of. And by the way, we send our best out to Bernie. To Bernie, yes. Bernie, no matter what, no matter what it is you say, do or whatnot, I understand they put a couple of stints in them. And uh, good mm-hmm. for him. That's that's easy to recover from. Uh, good for well, him. Keep, keep an eye out, pal. You're 78 years old. You're no spring chicken. And uh, believe me, you won't like the scar. um well i don't know did we talk about that last week from the debate i told you that uh something didn't look right with bernie uh no we did uh, not i thought we did i was talking to somebody about it it wasn't me oh yeah i i I just with this last debate uh i think actually you're right i think i was talking to a passenger about it and by the way that's that's an awful big uh, presumption on your part that i actually listen to what you say well, this is true and proven. And well, well documented. <laughs> no, um, I, I, you're absolutely right. I, I, 
I wonder if this will officially knock him out of the race. I don't um, think so. I don't think so. You don't. I think if he, unless this repaired heart uh, can handle the stress of um, of campaigning, and he's naturally stressed out to begin with. So, All right, but let me say this, okay? And mm-hmm. granted, he is eighteen years older than I am, but. Mm-hmm. After my procedure, I've gone through, I went through a lot. I had massive stress. The fact that I didn't have another heart attack is what's shocking. I think Bernie, I think Bernie, he's got people around him. He's got handlers. He's got his wife. He's got a lot of people that are going to watch him. Uh, Yeah. His doctor, his doctors are going to want him to take it easier a little bit maybe change one or two things but i don't see where he doesn't continue on i mean it's not about his level of enthusiasm it's about what he lets stress him out look he's a busy guy he's a senator and he's campaigning for the president of the united states again so i mean he's got to watch himself but also if he bounces back from this with no excuse me serious side effects or, or after effects I should say oh, mm-hmm. look then then he, his health is perfectly fine you know put him in the White House he's got the best doctors in the world not the nitwit that takes that care of not the nitwit that takes care of the, the Trump stir but the healthiest president we've ever had police Jeez. police oh yes anyway so well, uh, well now we have uh, earlier where uh, Trump, I think he retweeted or quoted uh, people who think he actually said th- uh, this are mistaken. But apparently somebody um, uh, basically said about this impeachment pro- uh, process where they are exploring uh, articles of impeachment. Uh, they somebody had, had said that this could lead to a uh all the civil war civil, yeah and of course trump went with it I, I like i said he didn't say it but he was all over that and i think that you know he in, in this case he may know better than to say something like that you know if you don't elect if if i get impeached you're gonna have civil war and i may have to give him uh credit for this because he is going to, you know, oh, the media has treated me worse than any other president. You're old enough to remember Nixon there, uh, Trumpy boy. I, uh, I, the media wasn't too kind to him. Well, no, the thing he says is that no president has ever been treated worse than me. Yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, Abe Lincoln would like to have a word with you about that. Yeah. Uh, yes. Any assassinated president would like to have a, a, a yeah. word with him about that. J- exactly. J- JFK would like to pull you uh, pull you aside. Pull you aside. Yes. And, and chat with. And by the way, let's just. Uh, I'm going to say two words, and uh, uh, and then we're going to move on. Rudy Giuliani. What did you? <laughs> oh, yes. What a shame. What a shame. Yeah. Well, you know, it's it is because you know, not all that long ago, we were describing Giuliani as America's mayor. That is correct. And now all he is is a shill. He is a, a despicable shill for one Donald John Trump. So, 
So, you know, we we get uh, we get the Trumpster here in Minneapolis. Uh, it is he's going to be here on the 10th. And now I don't do not know the timeline on it here, because quite frankly, I hadn't paid that much attention to it. But supposedly there is going to be no police officer in at that rally that that is off duty that is going to be allowed to show up in uniform for that uh, event oh. here. Yeah, and of course they're making a big deal about that, but uh, uh, I hate to say it, but I have to give my old buddy Jacob Fry uh, some kudos here. He very, very diplomatically said, yes, you may, I have nothing I can do to stop you from coming to uh, Minneapolis, but eh, I'll be playing golf in the snow here or some damn yeah, thing. Yeah. <laughs> What uh? What what's what's Fry's uh, political affiliation? He's a Democrat. Okay. Very lib- Very liberal. Uh, fifteen dollar an hour. This is the one that tears me apart. He uh, has uh, been a champion for um, uh, the fifteen dollar an hour minimum wage. Oh wait, he uh, also brought Uber and Lyft into the picture, which completely. Uh, takes away that possibility of a $15 minimum wage for uh, uh, transportation providers, whether well, they be taxi drivers or Uber or Lyft drivers. Well, now that we're there, okay, nice transition, bud. That was a that's a beautiful transition. He was the guy to take us from one to the other. Well, uh, mm-hmm. we'll we'll have to uh, use him every week. It's the Jacob Fry transition, you know. He's a revol- he's our revolving door for hour one. Um, yeah, there you go. But before we go any deeper into anything else, Uber down, they, they broke the $30 barrier. They closed at yeah. twenty nine sixty seven yesterday. Lyft continues their uh, lead balloon flight. Uh, they're at thirty nine sixteen and falling. Yeah, they closed below 40. Yep, yep. So there you go, kids. Kids and kittens. I have all of you that threw money into that. And hey, hey, best of luck to you. Best of luck to you. Who cares? Well, getting back to what I was going to say about Fry, you're going to, you see, currently you're seeing a lot of politicians and legislators, the ones that are still around from when Uber's first infestation, you don't see them, uh, you know, patting them on the back anymore. They're kind of shying away from the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, and uh, did we didn't talk about this last week. Apparently... Uber is yeah well, I think we did was it the the four digit pin or something like that did we yes, cover which, that last week which I actually believe is a good idea it is a good idea it really uh, is. of course who's going to be sober enough to remember that four digit pin it'll be on your phone and, well it'll be on your phone you mean here's the thing you already have a license plate number you already have the driver's image. Uh, to deal with here what makes you think that uh, somebody that isn't drunk off their ass is going to uh, even remember where that pin was well in that case uh then tough well yeah exactly because what makes you think no 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 hold on what makes you think they can read a license plate because most of them don't and what happens Mm -hmm. when the guy shows up with a different car Oh, oh, what the hell? Go ahead and take me home and rape me. Please? Yes. Uh, so, look, based uh, and this is just in comparison to the way it goes now. Uh, 
The way it goes now is, uh, hi, what's your name? Uh, you tell me your name. Well, no, you have to tell me your name. Or it goes like this. I'm the driver. Hi, are you, are you John? Sure. Of course I am. Sure I am. I'll be that whatever happens. you want me to be. That happens in the cab business all the time. You stumble across mm-hmm. somebody. Are you here, here to pick up Billy? I sure am. Let's go. You got cash uh, or a credit card? Let's rock and roll. Absolutely. My my favorite was was this real dirtbag that used to be with our company. He pulled up to one of my jobs, and uh, he picked it up, and he took the ride. It was like a $40 ride, only to find out at the end of the ride it was a charge account. It was a... Uh, Yep, yep. And guess who got paid for it? Guess you who did got get pa- paid for that. Huh? I got paid for the ride. Nice. So he got to do the ride, and I got paid for it. By the way, uh, I, I have to take a moment here. Last Saturday night, I got word that uh, the owner and founder of Yellow Cab of Broward, uh, Jesse Gaddis, passed away last Saturday uh, at hmm. the age of 87. Uh in his later years, uh, he was more deeply involved in real estate and uh, many other businesses. I, I, I was not aware that he had uh, been battling cancer, so he has now been laid to rest. And you know, he uh, he he put a roof over my head for a very very long time. Uh, uh, I I I. I there are one or two members of his family that I will express my con- would express my condolences to. The rest of them, I know they're picking at his corpse right now. Ew. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, and it's it it saddens me to to think about what's about to happen to that company now that he is no longer there. Even though he had long since been out of the day to day operations, he still oversaw. He was over there, over there frequently uh he kept an eye on what basically got him started uh again i won't go into details but it's uh, i'd be very shocked if that company is even even exists in a year but Mm. anyway uh happy travels there jesse oh in that big uh on that big taxi stand in the sky there that is right and we're coming for you well uh some of us will be there sooner than later Mm -hmm. so even more reason here for you uh for you to love your uh uh darling uh oc uh excuse me aoc here um first off once again she's a cutie i am smitten with her it's not a weird mm-hmm. obsession or anything like that. I just happen to think she's cute. Well, and she's making a name for herself. I have uh, scars older than that young lady. Mm-hmm. I am one of her constituents, though. That is yes. that is that is the truth. Mm-hmm. So now I think I know what you're going to talk about, and I just literally learned something about it. But go ahead. But apparently she is calling for uh, government assistance here to help struggling New York City cab drivers. Oh, that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, There's a call for a government bailout to help struggling New York City cab drivers. Representative uh, AOC, 
I can never say the second uh, the the second part of her name. Alexandria. What is it? Ocasio. 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 Oh, like the like the old calculators, Casio. It is. There you go. There you go. All right. Anyway, she's now backing up a financial. Excuse me, backing up a financial rescue for those who are lured into predatory loans. Predatory loans. Excuse me. Uh, yellow cab driver and father father of four, Amadu Alayu, works twelve to fourteen hours a day, six days a week. Those days have now become a hardship. Uh, he says that he can't pay his mortgage. That is because the medallion that once was worth a million dollars allowed him to live the American dream. Now he owes seven hundred thousand dollars. So apparently that's what uh, that's what she's going after. She wants to give some relief to these uh, to the medallion owners who um, who are basically in up to their eyebrows here. And uh, good on her, you know. Well, yeah, and you're starting to see that in other municipalities. Uh, mm-hmm. It's interesting, you know, in some of the other forums that I I participate in, and in a lot of cases I'm just reading these days. I'm not an active participant. But it's always interesting to see the uh, the Uber and Lyft drivers crying that, oh, well, the uh, we shouldn't be helping the taxi drivers, blah, blah, blah. Or they're boohooing about how little money they're making. Well, this is what you wanted. You wanted no control over you. And mm-hmm. this is what happens. You wanted to be like a wild animal, and this is what happened. Your food sources dried up. Now what do you do? Now what do you do? And it's amazing. I I don't think you share uh, uh, share this thought with me. But when I talk about uh, the reforms and what have you here, I'm saying, okay, you know, these guys, for whatever you think about them personally, these guys are driving for a living. And if if you do any type of work, you deserve to be paid. And unfortunately, I feel the same way for them. Uh, I, th- I think that uh, it's it's time that people stop. Uh, working for P, you know, working for shit and pretending that it tastes good. All right. But let's also remember uh, the system that's set up now or that has been the norm in most places, mm. Las Vegas being an o- obvious exception, is that mm. this is you go in, you lease the car, and you go out and you make hay. Now, mm. this was when the amount of cars on the street was controlled. And you had the mm-hmm. opportunity to go out there and earn a living. Yes, you had to work. No one ever said this was an easy business. I'll be the No, it's not. But mm-hmm. that being said, how am I supposed to work if you have just uh, increased the number of my competition by 10 times or more? And uh, without, and they don't have to abide by any of the same rules that I do or most no. especially the ones that cost money and again New York City being the exception the exception uh, yeah so well, I, unfortunately I, that cat's out of the bag you know we're uh, I, I don't think we're going to go backward in that whole uh, not completely uh, no I, I don't think that it's going to happen uh, but here's the thing and the sad part about it is, is Uber can 
uh, Uber and Lyft have the the technology. They can uh, they can shut off uh, some drivers that are in some particular areas. Uh, they do tell you where their surge pricing is, but you know, oh, no. okay. Oh oh oh! Wait a second! I got to stop you there. I got to stop you there. Okay. Uh, first off, here in New York City, Lyft started doing it a while back. Uber just started doing it. There's limits on when drivers can be out there. How many drivers? The city of New York has said you can't have 100,000 cars just cruising around empty. Mm -hmm. Here's how many you can have. So now drivers are limited depending on their level of acceptance. I I guess there's some uh, qualifications. But for the most Mm -hmm. part, you just can't go out there willy-nilly anymore. And that's going to mm-hmm. have an effect. Drivers are going to go, well, this is just just became really pointless. So they'll lose a lot of drivers that way. Um, mm-hmm. The problem the problem with that, Ed, though, is I don't know. Does this does this uh, new system does this allow for? Okay, there's nothing going on where you are. Uh, you're not going to you're shut off from this particular area. You know, but yet we're, you know, we're up here, you know, there's plenty of work up here in the Bronx and wherever else, you know, go up there and you can be turned back on. I don't like, from what I'm understanding from you, this is like, okay, this encompasses the whole, the whole enchilada, if you will. Yes. This is all or nothing. Well, also what they're doing now, at least here in New York City, from what I understand, it could be other places. Drivers aren't getting surge anymore. They're not even seeing surge. Passengers are the paying. The customer surge. is. Yeah. The customer is. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. But you're getting as a driver, you're getting whatever you get. You know, whatever the uh, pittance is, and there's no mm-hmm. opportunity for a surge anymore. So it's becoming less and less. I, I mean, you've got to be a real nitwit, and I mean that to be out there anymore. When you consider what it costs you, what you're making, uh, the insult, they're paying 1976 mileage rates. And mm-hmm. that's no joke. That's for real. What they're paying is what taxis got in the late 70s, early 80s. There, there is no, well, what, what do you get in a mile? 250, 275? 250. Okay. So that's, that's the norm. I mean, two to three dollars a mile is what mm-hmm. a real taxi company gets because there are expenses involved. Doesn't all go to the driver, doesn't all go to the company. But Uber Uber is happy to charge the customer those current value rates, but pay the driver mm-hmm. on old, you know. And, and people just, uh, you know, they don't see. They don't care. They don't care. Drivers, I'm they talking do. about. Some drivers oh, will say, thing, yeah. yeah, oh, well, you know, I don't know what else to do. Well, when that car breaks down and you can't drive it anymore, you're going to have to figure out something else to do. Because you think yeah. Uber's going to sit there and go, well, here, let us help you out. No, no. They move right on. They move right yeah. on. By the way, they also started something here in New York uh, yesterday, I believe it was, day before. Ubercopter. Uber helicopter. Oh, well, that'll that'll wind up like their stock prices. I just hope nobody gets hurt. Because Because this is what I want, a helicopter pilot. Who is subject to Uber's rate slashing? Mm-hmm. I want a exactly. guy who. Well, there. It's not an exact one-for-one correlation with the Uber X cars. Uh, they're using an established company and uh, and a set rate, but 
I just don't tr- I wouldn't trust Uber. I'm trust the pilot. Mm. Uh, I, I don't believe the company would send up an aircraft that wasn't basically it's to get to the airports. Um, mm-hmm. Well, not- and uh, again, under the under the whole premise that Uber wants to be your everything, uh, they are doing something in Chicago that basically uh, makes them a employment agency for gig workers. Yes. Did you Uber, see that? Was it Uber work? Or something yeah. like that. They 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 want to they want to bring your food. They want to uh, drive you around. They want to fly you in their helicopters, and now they want to try to find you a job. But will they of tuck course, me in at night? Yeah, exactly. Well, that's what I'm afraid of. That's what they're going to try next. Well, the, some they be- Uber driver, some Uber drivers try to tuck you in, but that's a different story. Will, for will, will they be my thunder buddy? <laughs> This is what I need to oh. know. Can I get my mood up here, too? <laughs> Tuck me in and hold me close when things are not going well. This this mm-hmm. is my question, Dara the K. Uh, getting back to AOC for a moment. Mm-hmm. Did you see this video that came out from her town hall meeting yesterday or day before? I did not. This woman gets up and starts ranting and raving. raving about the climate crisis excuse me terribly sorry and she went into this wild wild thing about the only way we can save the climate is we've got to reduce the number of people we have to eat the babies oh it's it's bizarre it is bizarre well i'm just reading here how this was staged by something called larouche it's a pack a far-right group that supports trump uh, and they've take, taken credit for trolling uh, AOC. So th- this was all stage. You'll find this in your Twitter feed, John, and and you you listeners out there. Uh, it, it is bizarre. It is uh, just just unbelievable the lengths that will be gone to. Uh, it's and it's saddening. It really is set sending, but well, Ed, we have to be realistic on this and and playing devil's advocate here, if you will. This is this is politics in uh, 2020, if you will, 2019, 2020. This is just the way things are. Uh, there are equally as many whack jobs, unfortunately, on the left who are you know spilling or dumping blood or yeah. something to pig's blood on people and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I don't and, agree with that either. No, we, we have I'm, to understand that this is going to, uh, it's, and I think it's going to get worse before it gets better. Quite frankly, I'm looking at, I, a, at a photograph of the woman and her t-shirt says, save the planet, eat the children. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I, I like kids, especially with it, with a light Bernays sauce, but uh, oh man uh, may send you cards and letters to Mr. Ed Van Ness Queens New York I don't know what the zip is but uh, 11104 send it oh, to the radio right. T- the radio TFI corporate headquarters 47th yes, floor indeed. above the clouds we're above the there clouds you go. that's why we don't have bad weather it never rains here at radio TFI it's uh, 
It's always sunny and pleasant. It's uh, karma's going to bite you in the ass for saying oh, that. There, there's hardly any anything left to take. <laughs> She's been in there more times than than I'm willing to admit to. Mm. So here's something that's kind of uh, disruptive here. This was from. Uh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Oh, uh, hold on. A woman standing up and saying to save the planet, we need to eat the babies, and that's not disruptive? I thought we would have closed the door on disruptive right there. Well, it, it dis- let's put it this way. It disrupts my mind, and granted, that well, uh, all right. doesn't take a whole hell of a lot It's here. not a long trip. Yeah. More of a brisk uh, walk. Uh, earlier, earlier in the week, I, uh, getting back to... Uh, uh, Uber and Lyft here, if you will, but apparently uh, somebody jumped. A uh, lady jumped out of a moving Uber uh, in Boston. I don't know. Did you see that story? It sounds vaguely familiar, but I can't honestly. Yeah. I'll read from this as best as I can. I'm sorry. Here, you know, God, he's plug your ears. He's gonna <laughs> read. Everybody, uh, tune to your favorite radio station for a minute, then come on back. <laughs> Much remains unknown about what led a woman to jump out of a moving Uber in Boston's O'Neill Tunnel on Monday morning, causing her to be struck by another vehicle. Uh, Massachusetts State Police have released only a limited amount of information and have yet to say why they think the woman decided to get out of the moving vehicle in the middle of traffic. Here's what we know so far. The woman was taking an Uber from Logan International Airport to her home in Mattapan, Massachusetts, I assume, when she exited the SUV on Interstate 93 southbound just before exit 23, sometime before 7.39 a.m., state police said. The accident snarled traffic on I-93 for hours during the morning commute. Uh, who is the woman? Police have said only that the person that jumped out of the vehicle is a 29-year-old Massachusetts woman. She suffered life-threatening injuries and was taken to Tufts Medical Center where she remains. The woman's identity has not uh, been released uh, by police. Police have not released the driver's name, saying that she is a 27-year-old woman who drives for Uber. The driver had reportedly finished off a drop-off when the woman asked for a ride to Mattapan in the departures area of Logan's Terminal C. So, in other words, this wasn't even a booked ride through the app. This looks like a flag down. Okay. Ooh, that, who says that could possibly happen, huh? There, there's what? No, no, that can't happen. They've they told us it can't happen. It's impossible. Yeah. With the system. Well, so, so I, as much as I want to jump on the uh, Uber driver did something wrong here, we have absolutely no, other than the fact that she's driving for Uber and she's mm-hmm. clearly a scammer. Uh, yeah. But it doesn't mean that the, the passenger, we don't know what was their state of mind. Was she half schnockered? Was you know who knows? I we we literally do not know at this point. And again, nobody jumps on the bash Uber bandwagon faster than your old Uncle Ed. But 
But in this case, I'm kind of slowing my roll here because we just don't know enough. Because believe yeah. it or not, kids and kittens, there are one or two whack out, whacked out customers out there as well. Hmm. You know, Could who knows? Who knows what, what was going suicide on? Suicide by Uber. There you go. Maybe that yeah, that is a distinct possibility. And mm-hmm. again, until there's more information, I, I, I'm not willing to, you know, to say anything. You know, now again, there, there's just not there's just too much not known. Mm-hmm. Why does somebody exit? Look, I I can tell the story of uh, the New York World's Fair back in the '60s. My my aunt and uncle took me and my cousins. We were driving out to. Well, where Shea Stadium was, Flushing Meadow Park, where the site of the World's Fair. Uh, we're driving around looking for a parking spot. I was about four or five years old. My cousin Stephen, who's two years older than me, was sleeping. Oh, a big old horsefly just just uh, flew in because I left the door open. I won't do that again. Uh, anyway, so he was asleep. And he was leaning up against the door, and the door opened, and he fell out. My my aunt Sissy, her her motherly instincts from the front seat, she just knew. She reached around and grabbed him. Uh, for Cat all we know, reflexes. for all we know, it was something like that. She was sound asleep, leaning against the door, and somehow the door opened, and out she went. So we don't know. Yeah. Oh, it's sad, you know, and, and I apologize because unfortunately what caught me in that was the headline was the headline and the the unknown identity of the passenger. Uh, I was thinking the worst, to tell you the truth. I uh, well, thought could be that. For, yeah, well, thought I thought that, the, you know, it could be something like the Uber driver was coming onto the passenger and who knows, maybe, maybe that's maybe still the case. We don't but, know. Um, we just, we yeah, simply we just, do we, not know. We don't know. Yeah. And so I guess, you know, thoughts, uh, thoughts are with uh, this uh, lady here in Boston. I hope she recovers. Uh, I would like to know what ultimately happened there. Well, hopefully we'll find right. out. Mm. So we were talking uh, a couple weeks ago here about a uh, about out there at LaGuardia where you have to take a shuttle to get out to uh, the Ubers. Apparently, LAX is uh, doing something, except um, it's going to be uh, a staging area for uh, uh, taxis and Ubers, if you will. Apparently, um, well, the headline is uh, LAX travelers will soon have to take a shuttle to uh, taxi or Uber. So you wonder if the shuttle driver is going to go to the to the highest bidder, if you uh, if you will. Here, will you have taxi drivers who are throwing the shuttle driver a few uh, a few shekels, if you will, or will it be the Uber and Lyft? Uh, uh, people it's already happened there's i i read a story just like this a couple of months ago and i can't recall the airport and maybe it was LaGuardia, um where people were heading for the taxi line and they're on the little shuttle bus and the bus stops uh it wouldn't let them out and then brought them back over to the uber Uber line yeah we were talking about that it, there is no question in my mind you are leaving this op- wide open for corruption. Oh, Are you kidding me? 
You mm-hmm. you don't think drivers will be paying the bus driver? Guess who becomes everybody's best friend? Oh, drop them at the taxi lot first. Go to the taxi lot first. Go to the Uber lot first. Well, it seems like the Uber drivers in that situation seem to be the highest bidder because from what you, uh, from what we discovered, uh, yeah, we we had that uh, we had that story here a couple of weeks ago. We did. Yeah, I should I should really uh, listen to this show. Yeah, you really should sometimes. Really but uh, oh, so yeah, it looks like they're going to do the same thing at LAX. Um, so we'll just have to wait and see. Uh, what's going on there the tide is turning the tide is turning we're we're beginning now to see uh a lot of places are are not being very uber friendly or they're they're stepping back their previous you know drop to their knees and kiss their ass attitude well this cute little puppy is shit on the carpet one too many times it looks like you know he, he sure did. He sure mm-hmm. did. You are fined one credit for a violation of the verbal morality statute. What took you so long? Uh, I was I was comfortable. You caught you caught me <laughs> in a. I'm relaxing here in my nice big comfortable chair. John said the S word twice. Had, twice. Well, the first one was twice. the first one was actually valid in the context in which it was used. Oh, should I have said that the puppy, this cute little puppy, pooped on the carpet too many times? Now you're catching on. Is is now that you, what you wanted? That's what. Oh, I want. that's what I want. You want, you, you want a cute little PC, John Shannon? Tell you something, bub. It ain't happening. Uh, that's what I was afraid. That's why I have. You are fined one credit for a violation of the verbal morality statute. Oh, but you know something. This 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 uh, story warms my heart. Under all the bad news and what have you, uh, <laughs> apparently it isn't all candies and unicorn there at Uber headquarters anymore. Oh, not but on- <laughs> not only are they laying off workers. Uh, what we what did we say a few weeks ago that uh, eight hundred recently? Oh, is it eight hundred now? Well, it was four hundred in the latest latest round, but in the past couple of months, it's been eight hundred. Mm. And and not only that, but supposedly the employees there in San Francisco were starting to uh, uh, lose uh, little amenities uh, as far as uh, the brands of coffee, even going as far as we're not using that uh, fufu cappuccino anymore. We're going to uh, uh, we're going to the wholesale clubs uh, brand That's of uh, <laughs> supermarket brand. Yes. Coffee. Yes. You don't like it? Bring your own in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So and things the the and the old morale is starting to uh to slip there at Uber. You, you know? think? Yeah. Well they all well, bought I, they all drank the Kool-Aid, John. They all thought, oh, mm-hmm. this is gonna revolutionize life and I'm gonna be a part of it. No nitwits. A couple of a couple of uh overgrown, nasty, drunken frat kids. Got lucky, made a billion dollars each, and bailed. You don't think Dara the K is going to stick around much longer? A, the stock is tanking. November 6th, about a month from tomorrow, that's the day that the the insiders can start trading their, their stocks, the people that have had shares since the beginning, but they were precluded for 90 days from the IPO. 
before they could uh, uh, sell them and just wait wait for that for that uh, s show to begin uh and watch the stock tumble and tumble look dara's got his money he's they're gonna fire him he's gonna walk away you know he put the nice face on uber but even Mm -hmm. he he's caught lying he's uh he just does it nicer than travis did that's all that's all he'll be gone himself uh he, he won't be around when uber finally collapses but it won't happen long after that'll be your your real first clue that's your sign of the apocalypse as far as uber's existence on this planet goes mm-hmm. well don't you know forgive me here but don't most successful companies kind of start at the ground level and through uh, Ed's distracted here with this fly. <laughs> it could be said that Ed is playing with his fly, but uh, we. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. This thing is huge. I can put a saddle on it. <laughs> Thus, the name Horsefly. There you go. Yeah. And, and I believe his uh, name is Mr. Ed. Wilbur. Buy me a pony, please. Wilbur. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Anyway, no, uh, most successful companies kind of start from the ground up and through uh, a little bit of work, a little bit of elbow grease, if you will, uh, and they eventually become successful. Well, it seems like just the absolute uh, opposite when it comes to Uber and Lyft. They started up here on this cloud with this bright idea of uh, you know let's put the ta- let's put the uh, taxi un- industry under and uh, and it unfortunately they have it has worked uh, at least uh, to a pretty good degree unfortunately uh, but um, now they're starting they're starting to realize that you know this whole hauling people around isn't as easy as you once thought you stop know, it. You, uh, stop. What's that? that? I said stop oh. it. You're kidding me. Oh. It isn't yeah, exactly. Just because you have a cutesy little app uh doesn't there is still an element here when you're when you're hiring or bringing on uh inexperienced drivers and drivers with uh uh sketchy paths and uh with here here's the one, no training involved. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I when I entered the uh, taxi industry 36 years ago, I, I there wasn't a lot of training. They threw me the keys and say, "Don't put gas in it," and or excuse me, put gas in it and don't wreck the car. That that's basically, it. you know, I got a little bit more than that, uh, which involved, but but basically more involved just learning the dispatch system. But yeah, that was mm-hmm. basically it back in the day. Here's the keys. Don't wreck it. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I didn't even have the benefit of dispatch training. I remember my uh, uh, I remember my first experience. Um, you know, they used what uh, they used uh, for radio dispatch. They used what was called a uh, a dispatch uh, stand system right. where they basically right. call was in the region of a stand. And uh, so the dispatcher calls off uh, calls off the Radisson Hotel. A hotel, which, by the way, has changed names more times than I've changed underwear, but that's a different story. So twice. Offer- oh, of course, I set myself up for that. Oh, Come okay. on, man. 
<laughs> Left you the old hanging curveball. How, how do I not swing at that? Anyway, yes, go exactly. ahead. Go ahead with your story. Exactly. So dispatcher calls, take one at the Radisson. Oh, oh I'll go. Get, I'll, I'll go down and get the Radisson. I'll go down and get the Radisson. Uh, <laughs> I could just see that dispatcher just, just shaking his head. But um <laughs> It didn't take me too long to learn the, the ropes, if well, you will. But Well, uh, I'm, I'm going to cut in right now and tell you, and very quickly re- relay my very first radio call. I went in okay. on sa- Saturday. They did the little training. The fellow who did it was one of the dispatchers. At 3 o'clock, I got my daily cab. Oh, boy, look at me. I went to the closest cab stand, which happened to be uh, Sears Town. Sears, which is right there in uh, Fort Lauderdale near downtown. Not It's the closest cab stand to the, to the taxi to the garage. Yeah. To the garage. Thank goodness there were two other cabs there because I didn't know where exactly the stand was in the middle of the parking lot. So I, I, I pull up and I'm sitting there. The first cab gets a job. The second cab gets a job. I'm sitting there in a mild panic. I've got the microphone in my hand. I'm ready to go. So he calls Sears, Sears car on Sears. And I answer, whatever my number was, 860, 960, let's say. He says, gives me the address. Oh, 960, get the Publix right across the street, supermarket. Okay, 10-4, oh. I say. And then he says, uh, hey, 960, weren't you in my rookie class this morning? And I'm thinking, oh, man, this is cool. He remembers me. This is the best. It took me six months to realize he hung me out like a bloody piece of chum for the sharks in the water. I still made 35 <laughs> bucks that night, but... Uh, well, it should have been a, it should have been an omen. Your first, your very first uh, radio call from your dispatch was a freaking grocery store. No, I'm sorry, it wasn't. It was in the Publix Plaza. It was a it was a hair salon. It was oh, a hair okay. salon right next to it. Uh, so you got some lovely eighty uh, year old woman then. That, no, two, uh, two young ladies, as a matter of fact, and they were quite really? exci- they were quite excited by the fact that it was my very first ride, and I really didn't know where they were going. I really these, these girls need to get a life. <laughs> oh, what can I say? I was young, handsome, with a full head of hair at the time. So you know, as I like to say, I, I was I was half the man I am today with twice the hair. There you go. Oh man, seven five four eight zero zero chat seven five four eight zero zero two four two eight. We're getting uh, ever so close to the top of the hour when we uh, actually get into the meat and potatoes of the taxi stand hour there's meat and potatoes yeah there is meat and potatoes to be had here i didn't know we had catering yes yes it's not the budget well the 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 way our budget is going we'll be back to that grocery store coffee before you know it Mm -mm -mm. (laughs) and i don't uh, even drink coffee you don't well you drive you you, uh drink that toxic diet mountain dew to I've said it before. Make up for the coffee. I've said it before. I'll say it again. I don't drink coffee. I don't smoke. I don't drink alcohol hardly anymore. I don't chase women. I don't chase women because even if I caught them, I'm not sure I'd know what to do anymore. No, you know. Yeah. (laughs) My diet Mountain Dew is minimal calories, no sugar. It's my one vice. So leave me the hell alone. (laughs) Oh, Well, that's indeed going to wrap up the first hour of the Taxi Stand Hour here on Radio TFI. So I guess we'll see you on the other side. 
found the taxi stand hour. The worst talk radio I've ever heard in my life. On Radio TFI. You've seen his films. You've even purchased the Dayglow Velvet Memorial paintings at the gas station. As a true Elvis fan, you think you've heard it all. But wait, there's more. Now you can buy secret recordings of Elvis's last telephone conversations. Yes, it's the Elvis tapes. Hello, baby. This is Elvis. And I want you to come over right now and make me a big peanut butter and then a sandwich. A peanut butter and a then a sandwich with a good me through the night. You'll hear Elvis in his most intimate moments. Hello, Peter, man, Peter. Yeah, this is the Elvis. Won't you bring me over a couple large pies? Don't make it make it three. Don't make it six. Double cheese. Yeah, I'm hungry. I'm alone, and I'm hungry. And you'll hear Elvis reveal how he really feels about the one true love of his life. I want you back. I want you back in my life, baby. And I'm on your way back. Would you pick up some donuts, please? Big jelly, cream donuts, crullest cheese Danish too. I love my big honey glazed donuts. Without them, I can't do. The Elvis tapes. Oh, give me, give me, give me, give me more donuts. Available now in drugstores everywhere. I love to eat. I love to eat lemon. All right, we're back here on the taxi stand over here on Radio TFI. Again, 754-800-CHAT, 754-800-2428. You can also send us a text to that number. You can always get a hold of us on the Twitter, at Taxi Stand Hour. By the the way, the guy that uh, plays Elvis in that little bit, he almost sounds like the same guy who uh, parodied Bill Clinton. Almost the same voice, uh, same tone. I wonder if it ain't the same guy. You mean plays Elvis? Those are the actual Elvis tapes. Didn't you? Did you not listen? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. Forgive me for looking beyond the behind the curtain there a little my, bit, if you will. My goodness, I'm I I, I very sorry. By by the way, for those of you who are just joining us here on Radio, where you been? Where you yeah, been? Exactly. Yeah, uh, from <laughs> Egan, Minnesota. Uh, again, where it looks like it's about to be winter here. By the way, they are forecasting. Get this. They are forecasting uh, a little rain mixed with snow later on this week. Uh, Minnesota. I'm so glad not yes. to be there. <laughs> well, you know, you just you, you just about got a, uh, a a bed there in the igloo in the back uh, backyard. Yeah. I, just I about. I know. I know. I know. Yeah. 
So don't knock it till you try it, brother. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Moving on. <laughs> oh, and yes, they're in the beautiful Queens, New York. By the way, those what are Queens? They are kings with comfortable shoes. Ooh, look at you telling <laughs> jokes. Don't do that again. <laughs> oh. Hey, listen, uh, before, before how about we saying, oh, how about saying my name before we move on? Oh, oh forgive me, boy. Let's, oh boy. let's start again. Let's do my intro, okay, where you don't get sidetracked four times. You actually finish <laughs> with my name. How about that? You think oh, we can well, do well, that one time, Mr. <laughs> Shannon? Just the one time? Hey, this is a hard job. You try it sometime. I have tried it. Anyway, forget about my problems. That's why you and I are doing a show together. That is correct. We have learned. We can't do this alone. Anyway, I want anyway. my intro. I want my intro, and I want it now. Okay. Here, is here's Don the on the phone? I want to see those. Anyway, I'm referring to a bit. <laughs> Oh, okay. Let's try this all over. From Egan, Minnesota, I'm John Shannon. From Queens, New York, Mr. Ed Van Ness. Are you happy now? Oh, was, oh is that my intro? Very yeah, underwhelming. Yeah, that was your intro. Very underwhelming, John. I'm... Oh, here, here's the little pat on the head for you. <laughs> we, we may have to do a, a pre-recorded intro that's... Oh, more, okay. more suitable for my for my temperament. Hey, I, I do. Before we get into the real fun and fluff stuff here, if you will, listen. I want to um, uh, I want to throw this out here, and we kind of missed it in the first hour. Uh, I want to. Um, of course, you were aware of the uh, situation there in Dallas, where the uh, yes woman yes, and she was she was convicted. Uh, I forgot. I believe she got uh, ten. She got ten, uh, years. ten years in prison for this. But you know it's what was touching about that, and I mean this in all seriousness. Uh, apparently, the brother of the, uh, the slain gentleman uh, gave this. Uh, gave her, her name is Amber Geiger, and apparently, uh, from what I, I got a picture of it here too. He's given her a hug and, and has forgiven her. And, you know, I got to tell you something. He, uh, they, we were talking a little bit about this on the Twitter. Uh, he's he's a much bigger man than I am. I, I, I Well, his mother, his mother has said, you know, she's very proud of her younger son. She mm-hmm. says, you know, that, but she's just not there yet. She says, I want to be, but I'm just not there. And, and who can blame her? Who can blame her? I sir, Look. Here's the problem I have with it. Other, obviously, the young man in his apartment, minding his own business, his fatal flaw was not locking his door. Mm-hmm. But a police officer coming home, and what, she was distracted by tweets? You mean to yeah, tell me... Yeah, apparently she was uh, talking dirty to her boyfriend or something. And, damn thing and it's going to happen. Yeah. All right, so maybe you got off the elevator at the wrong floor. You're walking up the stairs. I get that. It's happened. You walk, you know how many, you don't even have to think about how far it takes you, how long it takes you to get to your apartment door. Okay? Mm -hmm. Because you do it every day. 
but A, shouldn't a red flag go off for you that the door's unlocked? Yeah. And B, as soon as you as soon as you walk in, don't you notice that ain't my stuff? Yeah. And the man walks out in a towel. What happened to uh, drop to your knees? You know, secure him. Why? Why was deadly force suddenly needed? You thought somebody broke into your apartment? Hell, you didn't even know where you were. Now, uh, a lot of people are pointing out there was an, there's another young lady, an African American young lady, and I don't have the details of the case in front of me, who got 20 years for firing off a warning shot. Mm. I, I, I I firmly believe that, look, nothing's going to bring that young man back. Uh, but I firmly believe that 10 years is not enough because she's eligible yeah. for parole in five. And I don't want to hear, well, her life is ruined. Well, you know, somebody else's life. Well, at least she's got a life to ruin. That's right. Uh, uh, you know, and this no, but is the last. I, I, I just want to. Let me finish up. But yes, what that young man did, if you haven't seen the video, I highly recommend you uh, you Google it and YouTube it and whatever it is you have to do to it. Uh, he, he turns to the judge and asks for permission to, is it okay if, uh, if I give her a hug? That's a, that's a big, and I think the kid is 18 years old. Mm-hmm. He's not a kid, he's a man. Uh, I, I certainly, I don't know that I would be that forgiving in that situation. But no, I, I know I wouldn't. There's no there's no two ways about that. Um, my goodness. Um, but you know what? And I'll, I'll leave it with this. Do you know, in this uh, in this world of supposed absolutes, if you will, here, we actually had gun nuts saying that she should have uh, she should have fell on the uh, castle doctrine on that. Uh, she tried on that. Oh, did she actually try to yeah, do that? Yeah, she tried. I think I think oh. that's what what got her what uh, the the little sentence she did. I'm like, okay, fine, defending your castle. You were in the wrong castle. Yeah, exactly. You're, you know, and here she is, here it is. She's lucky that the uh, the young man uh, wasn't quote unquote defending his castle, or this I, could have been a whole lot different situation. I, no, I think he still winds up dead. Yeah. Oh, okay. Let's not let's not get into any more of a downer mood here. Oh, I was. I'm right. getting to the point where I'm actually sorry for bringing it up. But uh, well, anyways, like I said, hats off uh, to uh, the young man. Uh, uh, let me see. Uh, I don't. You know, here it is. His his name. I don't even. I don't even have now in front of me. I'm be sitting here, uh, sitting here desperately digging for it. But um, uh, anyways, yeah, he's a, he's a bigger man than I think than both of us for for that uh, one. And I'm sorry I, for speaking for you on that uh, instance. No, no, I I think uh, we both agree that I love that guy. Yeah, there you go. What do you say, kiddo? You ready? Yeah, let's cue it up here, brother. a little light and fluff. Yeah. Radio TFI presents the Rosa Mendez Birthday Report. 
powered by the Associated Press. Here's your host, John Shannon. Well, you, I think, I think that uh, there's a little bit of Associated Press uh, money in Mr. Ed Van Ness's uh, pockets there because you forget. I keep meaning to change it. <laughs> I've got it there, and I keep meaning to change it, and I, I just don't. This uh, this uh, birthday report, the Rosa Mendez birthday per report, is actually powered. Powered. Oh, there we go. <laughs> By famousbirthdays.com. I forgot how much I like that. <laughs> All right. So this, again, is a summary of the birthdays from the previous week. These individuals have indeed made another trip around the sun successfully successfully so we start we start off with sunday september 29th where basketball star kevin durant turned 31 years old i have scars older than that Mm. the killer the killer Jerry Lee Lewis? Jerry Lee Lewis. Jerry Lee Lewis. Yeah, Not to be confused with Jerry Lewis. Who, by the way, is his cousin. No way. Yeah. I didn't know that. I did. Anyways, the killer turned 84 years old. Really? Yes. I honestly I, thought, I, A, I thought he'd be older than that, and B, I thought he'd be dead. Yeah, you're right. Not, not necessarily in that order, but... In that order. <laughs> Uh, and uh, last one on on uh, Sunday was uh, the Dice Man, Andrew Dice Clay, sixty oh! years old. Oh, I hear he's your hero. Oh, I wish I had known that was coming. Oh, oh, oh! <laughs> All right. <laughs> Moving oh! on to Monday, September thirtieth. Okay, is it stuck or what? <laughs> no. Oh, so September 30th, which was Monday, Fran Drescher turned 62 years old. (laughs) And this will be a very Brady week as Barry Williams of the Brady Bunch turned 65 years old. My God, the Brady kids have reached retirement age. Yeah, ain't that? Wow. Yeah. Oh, okay. Tuesday, October 1st. Who can forget that memorable scene in the movie SOB when a very pristine Julie Andrews ripped off her top? <laughs> ah, that was probably the most shocking scene in movie history, in my uh, in my estimation. Because nobody expected it. Nope. You're you know who directed right. that? You know who uh, directed that movie? Blake Edwards. And you know why she did it for Blake Edwards? Why did she do it for Blake Edwards? Because she was married to him. Oh, I didn't know that. So he'd I already did. seen those puppies. Yep. <laughs> the hills are alive. Yes, indeed. Uh, anyways, 84 years old for Mrs. Julie Andrews. Really? Yeah. And still a lovely... By the way, I watched Mary Poppins Return Returns mm-hmm. the other day. And mm-hmm. I'll say this. I love Emily Blunt. Okay. And that's all I got to say more? about them. That's nope. all you got to say that's about that. That's all I got huh? to say about that. Oh, okay. Former British Prime Minister Theresa May turned 63 years old. Really? I thought she was older. Yeah. 
Yeah, so did I. Uh, a very happy birthday to the most illustrious uh, ex-president in our history. Jimmy Carter. James Earl Carter, 95 years old. years old. You know, there's and a great... helping to build houses. There's a great video that goes around. Uh, it's happened a couple of times. He gets on a plane. He will shake hands with everybody. Mm, I don't doubt that. And, well, there's video of him doing it. And he's, you know, say what you will about him politically. He was probably the... The sweetest, nicest man that's ever been in charge of this country. And since the day he left office, he's been nothing but... And keep in mind, he's out of office now. Almost 40 years. Mm-hmm. 38 years. 39 longest, years. Longest living former president we have yes, right he now. he is. Good for him. We like Jimmy Carter. Yes, we do like Jimmy Carter. And uh, last but not least, on Tuesday, October 1st, and I am going to butcher this last name, but Zach Galifianakis. Oh, you nailed it. You nailed it. Wow. No, really, you did. Very good. Very good. Oh, anyways, happy 50th birthday there, Zach. Uh, moving on to Wednesday, or excuse me, Wednesday, October second, Kelly Ripa turned thirty or forty-nine years old. Jeez, she's a little and, wisp of a nothing. Yeah, exactly. Gordon Matthew Thomas Summer Sting. turned sixty-eight years old. Very good, sir. Easy, too easy. <laughs> yeah, and like his okay. birthday. Well, hold on a second. And like his birthday, Sting only comes once a year. Oh, my God. That's a whole tantric <laughs> sex thing. Sex joke. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah, I am. <laughs> yeah, I am. Okay, moving on to Thursday, October 3rd, where Gwen Stefani turned 50 years old. No, she did not. Yes, she did. No, no. Forever 25. Hmm. Not much what? of a fan on that one. I don't I gotta, don't ask me why. I got to tell you, I like her voice. Her, her music choices sometimes are out of my range. But again, and call me dirty old man, if you will. But when she wears her hair down, it doesn't have in some wild hairdo. She is just as cute as you can be. Yeah. When she smiles, man. she's she's got the the most adorable smile. Anyway, mm. Nev Candle, excuse me, Nev Campbell turned forty six years old. I haven't seen a picture of her. She used to be really adorable too. Good actress. And last but not least, Sean William Scott, forty three years yeah, old. I, uh, American Pie fame. Yeah, exactly. I can, I can take him or leave him. Isn't. Uh, isn't in he isn't he in these new uh uh what is it uh commercials where you know don't mess with my uh don't mess with my benefit or whatever the no. uh, the whole auto commercial no. I yeah no. I lost it I'm sorry it's okay <laughs> moving we've, we've on been, we've been anticipating this we have medics at the standby at the ready yeah thank you you're welcome uh Friday October fourth where Derek Rose turned 31 years old who Derek Rose I can't tell you who he plays for but he's a basketball player okay okay Alicia Silverstone now there's a there's a uh, a portrait of cuteness in my opinion back in the day uh, back in yeah back in the now 43 years old 
Now, I will give her credit for making that bat suit look mm-hmm. interesting. Mm-hmm. I thought she was ill cast as Batgirl and very anyway. atomically correct. But she but she was very good and clueless. Yeah. Yeah, that she was. Oh man, you know I, I tell you something. Not to, I'm gonna go way off pay way off the rails here, oh, but boy, I seen an anime seen an animated uh, Batman show here not too long ago. I'm Batman, um, uh, where uh, beautiful Barbara Gordon actually is shot and crippled. Yeah, yes, become the, the former the former Batgirl. That was hard to watch, actually. Well, that's actually, that's been in the comics for years. She becomes Oracle. Basically, she's an information center for the entire Bat right. family and that whole universe. That's that's hmm. old. That's very old. I didn't know that. Well, keep All right. Coming, coming back through to the birthdays again here on Friday, October 4th, uh, Russell Simmons turned 62 years old. Death Comedy Jam. Yes, sir. Susan Sarandon, and who could forget her scene in Pretty Baby? Pretty Baby? How about the Rocky Horror Pretty Picture baby. Show? Oh, and he's, I've, I've never seen the Rocky, Rocky Horror Picture oh, Show. Oh, that's coming up on the, on the Saturday, uh, the, 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 what the hell are we calling it? Soundtrack, Soundtrack Saturday. Saturday. Soundtrack Saturday. Jesus, which, you can't even remember. You named it, you can't yeah, even remember it. Which, Good by the way, there's tonight kids at 8 p.m. Eastern and Pacific, and there's a better than good chance there'll actually be commentary on it if I ever get off my dead ass, write it, and have John record it. <laughs> my God. Let's just hope he remembers to throw the switch on that. Well, later on yes. there's that too. It's been a busy week. <laughs> oh, excuses are like assholes. Everybody has one and they all stink. I, uh, come on, I meant ass in a very biblical way here. <laughs> no, oh, come on, no, let's get hate, this over it, with. I, let's get this I over with. To, I hate to do this, and I did it only because it was the only frickin' notable, noticeable birthday on Sat for Saturday, October fifth. But uh, uh, George Zimmerman turned thirty-six years old. Barely. And, okay. Yeah. And we got if nobody else today. That, uh, no. If you don't know or if you forgot, George Zimmerman was the uh, supposed uh, vigilante who uh, killed Trayvon Martin. Right. And that's all we're going to say about that. Let's move on. No, no shit. Exactly. I'm going to let that one slide. <sighs> Thank you. You're welcome. All right. Oh, my God. Way to, way to, end, the, uh, way to end the birthdays. Dude. Is that it? That's it, sir. So that's it. We're done with birthdays for the week. We're we done gotta with get birthdays. A, we got to get a proper ending for this because yes, this we do. just this just and we stop and that's. I'll tell I'll tell you I'll tell you what when I say and last but not least have it ready whatever it is have it ready. Well, that's on you. It's your bit. All right, so yeah, we're just gonna do a slow fade out on that. And uh, once again, uh, John Shannon provides us with. Information that is widely available to anybody with a computer or a smartphone. But he uh, he does a fine job presenting it. We, uh, what the? But, but the thing is, is what these people can do on their computers. I mean, we can't, they can't get what we add to 
these birthday acknowledgments. They, no, you can't get that anywhere else no, in the world. No. Except right here. Right here on Radio TFI. There you go. <laughs> so, and also on SoundCloud. And SoundCloud. So are you ready to talk about last okay. week? Oh, my God. You want to talk about somebody that's been given a little bit of, of uh, resuscitation here. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, as we move into the most popular portion of the Taxi Stand Hour here on Radio TFI, we will, we will now examine just how John Shannon feels now that I am literally breathing down his neck. He will describe that feeling in great detail. You've been waiting to breathe down my neck for a long time there, big boy. Well, there's other reasons for that, too. (laughs) We're going to leave that where it is. What do you say, kiddo? You ready? I am ready. It's time for John and Ed versus the spread. Your weekly foray into the exciting world of pigskin prognostication. See, I got it right again two weeks in a row. Each week, John, I don't have anything for you this week. Let's see. Each week, John, Statue of Liberty play Shannon and I will each choose three professional football games and select winners using the point spread. At the end of the season, the winner will claim possession of the Radio TFI Gilchrist Ceremonial Sippy Cup. Each of us will be able to swap out one game each week for any reason, as long as it is done before the live show ends. Ladies and gentlemen, kids and kittens, it's John and Ed versus the spread. Well, well, well. The tide has turned slightly here, hasn't it, Mr. Shannon? Let's let's take a little, little itty-bitty peek at last week. What do you say, John? You ready for this? Yeah, well, all I can how'd, say a broken clock is right twice a day. How'd you do last week, John? Yeah, well, I uh, I, I had a slip. Uh, let, let's start with your, uh, hmm, with your uh, Minnesota Vikings. How'd they do against the oh. Bears? Bears? The Bears. Mm. Ugly, wasn't I don't, it? I, I don't know. I, I, and I... Lately, the Vikings have just the Bears have had the Vikings number. It happens with uh, division games. Look, look, I, I I won't even rule out that that the Dolphins beat the Patriots in in New England later this year. It happens. Yeah, it happens. It but happened. Let Let's talk about. Okay, let's see. So we both chose the Kansas City Detroit game. Only one of us could have won that game, and it wasn't John. <laughs> so last week. I went two and one. John went one and two, which gave me the opportunity to pick up a full game on him. The the season records now stand at nine and three. For John, I'm seven and five. My my uh, full season record. One one moment, please. My uh, my spreadsheet is acting up slightly, but I am for the season forty three and forty one. I'm just a tick over five hundred. And uh, what do we, how do we do last week? I need to look. I didn't have any of this ready. I had a bad week last week. I went six and nine. Six and nine. Whoa. Yeah. And by the way, very briefly, I want to talk about the one game that John won was the Chargers at the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. The final was 30 to 10. It was a 16-point spread. 
Thank God my Dolphins didn't disappoint. The first half of that game, the first half ended, it was 10-6 Chargers. It was like, okay, we're in this. We got, oh, God. And then it all went to heck. <laughs> mm. So here we sit, brokenhearted. Thought we pooped, but only farted. I'm I'm ready when you are, Bubby. Let's start let's start with you. What's your first pick of the of the week? Well, my first pick is that the Dolphins won't lose. Yeah, I you know what? I was gonna do that later, but thank you. <laughs> neither will the Sorry about it. neither will the Motor City Kitties. That's right, they're off too, aren't they? Yes. I didn't. St- I didn't think we started bye weeks already, but uh, uh, week obviously four. we do. Week yeah. four is the first bye week. This is week five. Go ahead. Who do you got? So, anyways, oh, uh, under the glutton for punishment uh, department here, uh, the Minnesota Vikings are six point favorites over the New York Football Giants. Indeed, they is uh, yeah, visiting the Meadowlands or MetLife Stadium or whatever the hell they're calling it right it's now. MetLife Stadium. MetLife Stadium it is. Okay, the Vikings are six-point favorites. I am favorites. I am not ready to give up on the purple. I am going to take Minnesota and giving up those six points. Well, good for you. Stick with your guns, I always say. Next time, make sure they're loaded. So anyway, yeah. your, uncle, your Uncle Ed, my first pick is going to be those Denver Broncos who are really stinking out the joint against the aforementioned L.A. Chargers in in the little 25,000-seat soccer stadium that the Chargers play in. Uh, Chargers are six-point home favorites. I'm taking the Chargers, giving up six. John? By the, by the way, when they finally finally finish this palace out in L.A. there, uh, uh, the the uh, Chargers and the uh, Rams are both going to be playing yes. there, right? Yes. I, yes. I wonder if the Chargers are going to actually sell that joint out. Time will tell. Remember, it's exactly. the team. Nobody on the team wanted to be there. The city didn't want them there. Nobody really wants them to be there. So the Rams were welcomed. The Chargers mm. were like, oh, you're here too? Yeah, throw your bag in the yeah. corner. Throw your bag in yeah. the corner. Exactly. Who's, who's your next game? Oh, my team. If the Viking, if the Vikings indeed do indeed fall, uh, falter, my backup team is my birth city, the Kansas City Chiefs. They are this week nine-point favorites over the Indianapolis Colts, formerly Baltimore Colts. Uh, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take the. Uh, I'm gonna take the Chiefs and uh, giving up nine points. Well, it's funny you should say that because I also took that same game and the same pick. Whoa, hey! So we're, we're either gonna live together or die together on that one, huh? That's right. So, so what's your uh, what's your final pick, sir? Uh, I had to, because the Dolphins weren't there to entertain me, I had to uh, go with a game completely out of my realm. (laughs) Yes, folks, this is about the time in the show where Ed finally has enough and flips me off. (laughs) I love it. Game number three, sir. Let's go. Chop, chop. (laughs) Oh, it is. I'm going to pick the New Orleans Saints. New Orleans? Yeah, five-point favorites over those Tampa Bay 
corn for an ear. Of course, give me a dollar for an ear of corn. The Buccaneers. Uh, Five-point favorites, I'm going to take the Saints. Damn bums. Over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers giving up five points. So I walked up to a pirate and his hat that w- w- was... Uh was down over his eyes. I said, hey, what, uh, where's your buccaneers? He said, uh, under my bucking hat. Oh. I told that wrong. That, 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 yeah. You, that you, you failed, you failed as bad as I did with that. On, on every level. On every level. <laughs> and I've been telling that joke for about 30 years now. Anyway, finally, at the, uh, they bring the, the frozen tundra from Green Bay down to Big D. Little A. L-L-A-S. The Green Bay Packers invade the Dallas Cowboys. They're getting four points. And you know what? Your Uncle Ed likes that. I'm taking them. Pa- the Packers. Giving up four. So let's recap here. Your wait, Uncle wait John. I didn't, I didn't see that. I'm sorry. Did you say Did you say the Packers were actually four-point favorites in that game? No, they're four-point dogs. They're four-point dogs. So you're taking I'm getting four Packers. points. Getting four points. Okay, yes, sir. I just wanted to clarify that. All right. Are we good? Are we cool? Yeah, let's do it. Do we have to step outside and settle this like men? Yeah, well, let me know when you find a couple. Join, join me in the men's room. I'll show you how small of a man you really are. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You got me, brother. Are we done? Yes. You want a little more? <laughs> I got a little more. Oh, I'm sure you do. You want to back off now and just let me finish this? <laughs> All right. That's what I thought. So anyway, so uh, Mighty Mouse over here, he's, he's taking his uh, Vikings, giving up giving up six points here in the Meadowlands. It's MetLife Stadium, by the way. The Meadowlands Stadium, it's now a parking lot next door. He's also taking the uh, Kansas City Chefs, giving up nine big points over them there, Indianapolis Colts, and finally going with the Saints. Who that? No, that's Cincinnati. Mm. No, one of them is who day, and the other is who dat. I think I think the Saints are who dat. Who dat? Who dat? Yeah. And uh, anyway, o- over their division rivals, the Buccaneers, they're giving up five points. You've got now Uncle Ed is taking the Chargers, giving up six at home against the uh, Broncos. Uh, as we discussed in detail, I'm taking the Green Bay Packers getting four points versus Dallas. And because I need to make up some ground, I'm going to give up. I'm going to swap out my the Indianapolis game that I had chosen. And uh, hmm, you know what? I'm going to take... Oh, God, this this is scary. This is very scary. So I'm going to swap that out, and I'm going to insert instead the New York Jets at Philadelphia. I'm taking the Jets and getting 14 points. Wow. Yeah, that's scary. It's scary. You, you did, what'd you do? Look at the sheet for the biggest spread this week, or what? Well, actually, that's not... Is that the biggest spread? Uh, yeah, it, it, it is the biggest spread. The, the only other two-digit spread is New England uh, giving up 13 at Washington. Okay. So, and, and New England, I just can't. I just... They'll win at Washington, but they don't always cover. So, uh, uh, 
and and I think the Jets coming off a bye week. Uh, anyway. So anyway, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, that's going to complete our uh, uh, our trip into the madness this week. Uh, this has been John and Ed versus the Spread. And as always, remember, if you're using the information you heard here to base real-life bets using real-life money, man, you got bigger problems than we do. Yes, indeed. And that's going to wrap that up. And there we go. And I think you're in trouble this week, sir. Yeah, well, we'll we'll soon find out. Right. You know what's what's really sad about this whole thing is I have this is going to be the fifth week now of this uh, young NFL season. I have seen only one Vikings game from uh, beginning to end. Really, and th- th- this is this is um, this is the first. Uh, this yeah, I normally Sundays are are a day that you know hey leave me alone until after the football game is over but uh uh last week i had to work in the dispatch office uh this week i have to um i have to meet with the uh, driver uh driver services coordinator at the company because by the way i have now been given the official title at my company as teacher if you will i'm going to be I'm going to be leading the uh, the training course at uh, uh, Transportation Plus in the lovely Twin Cities. So we we are we are so proud of you, John. By the way, yeah. I would if it was me, I would go with instructor. Yeah. If I call myself a teacher, maybe somebody will bring me in and feel sorry for me and bring me an apple. It's not going to happen. Hey, I, w- I wanted to give you something here uh, blew, blew real right quick by, for you to... He blew what's right that? By I said you blew right by that. Yeah, exactly. Ignored me completely. Yeah, well, you know, hey, it's getting easier to do every week. <laughs> now, now you're figuring out what the rest of the people in my life already know. It just <laughs> took you a little bit longer. Well, you know, hey, I give a little bit more rope than most, I guess. Uh, anyway, on. Moving on. I just want your thoughts on this real quick. So apparently uh, the governor of California signed a bill allowing college athletes to profit from their endorsements. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm thinking myself, why not? You know, it's bad enough that they don't they don't make a they don't make a dime from the uh, revenue, the ticket revenue and the uh, television revenue that they're getting uh, on these, uh, especially football and basketball players. Uh, why not? Why not? The you know, Now, granted, there will be people that will tell you that, well, they're receiving a they'll, they're receiving a scholarship, you know, uh, and let's don't get too uppity about that because some of those players aren't even getting a scholarship. They're basically, they just happen to, to be at the right school at the right time and decided to join the football team. And they're still paying for their, um, they're still paying for their uh, classes. So, well, here, let me put it, let me put it this way. We, we pay an actor $10 million to appear in a movie. Mm -hmm. We also provide him with, accommodations on set we provide him with accommodations on location uh we feed him 
we transport them, we do all these things. Uh, why can't a student, if you're going to profit off my likeness, then I should participate in that. One of the, the main reason I don't follow college sports is because, especially college football, I need them to admit that they, they are the NFL's minor leagues and you know, take care of these kids accordingly. It's not as if the NCAA, you know, just says to the, all the TV networks, oh, here, go, go ahead, you can broadcast our games for free. No, no, no. Oh. There's a lot of money coming in. There's a lot of money coming in. And, uh, and but, but the real problem is when they tell these, these kids, and let's face it, 95% of them will never see the light of day in an NFL training camp. Mm-hmm. Okay. But okay, you've given me a scholarship. I still need to eat. I still I want to go buy uh, you know a, a new uh, a new record player. Yeah, this is the, this is the exactly. Joe Biden version. Uh, you know, I want to go out on a date. You know, yeah. and they won't let these Somewhere kids have than White Castle. But they won't let these kids have jobs. Uh, you know, and there's all sorts of restrictions on them making money. They virtually can't. So why not pay them? You're going to, uh, you know, you're selling out stadiums. You're, you're selling the rights to TV, radio, satellite, blah, blah, broadcast rights. Give the kid a little taste of it. You know, you're on the football team. You should have a per diem, or, you know, or, or a weekly stipend. I've always held that. You know, and and here's here's the thing. You know, of course, when we when we talk about this, you know, the 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 thought is okay. They're talking about uh, an athlete doing a commercial for Nike or something like that. You know, how about uh, your third string tight end that uh, uh, somehow uh, is likable and whatnot, and uh, and Joe's auto sales wants him to uh, do some commercial work or something like that. You know. I think it's I think it's a win-win, uh, and I'm, I'm I'm very glad that uh, I'm very glad that California, again being progressive and being uh, out front on these uh, type of issues. Congratulations, California. I agree, but it, but again, the NCAA is going to pull its head out of its collective butts, mm-hmm. and you know, so, because I'm sure their argument is going to be, well, we can't afford to to pay all these kids. Okay, then stop taking money for the TV rights. Yeah, exactly. Stop that, and then then you have an argument there. Oh, mm-hmm. we have no source of income. Don't don't collect billions and billions of dollars. If, if a, well, if, and this isn't something where the where the students are going to the NCAA and and saying, well, we need to start being paid. This is just you know some Joe the plumber. Who wants to uh, who wants to maybe make a, a couple bucks again because maybe uh, uh, maybe some local business wants to give him a couple of bucks to uh, to do an ad uh, for his business. You know, this has you know this goes up and down the line as far as I'm concerned. So okay. I don't know. I think it's a great idea. Yeah, but did you, did you see the pushback on this? Not they're really. already talk, 
uh, and there's always pushback, but there, we're talking, uh, there are now some schools that are saying, well, we're not going to pay any, uh, we're, excuse me, we're not going to play any uh, California teams if this is the route they're going to go. All righty then. How sad is that? You know, uh, baloney, because they're not going to pass up the opportunity to go play UCLA or Stanford. Or USC. Yeah, or USC. Yeah, exactly. And by the way, this is from somebody who knows virtually nothing about college ball. But I know no, that I much. Either. I know well, that much. Pretty elementary. Yeah, pretty elementary. So 754-800-CHAT, 754-800-2428 if you want to get into this. Uh, I did put a couple of uh, lighter to- uh, stories into the old pocket here that will bust out here with the next, uh, say, Oh, geez, less than 15 minutes to go here. How about that? And don't forget, kids and kittens, if you're at a payphone, you can call collect. Yes, exactly. Uh, so out we'll in Seattle, a hacker. Are right, you going to say something else? No. Oh, okay. Out in Seattle, a hacker broke into an electric road sign and changed the title to read, Impeach the Bastard. Ooh. <laughs> Good stuff there. By, by the way, let's stop right there for a second. We're kind of divert back to hour one, but it's a, it's an interesting question. Now, what do you think the odds are? Let's say, uh, and we all know impeachment doesn't necessarily mean he's out of office, but let's say no. the pressure becomes too much and he resigns, which some pundits are saying could happen by Christmas. Merry Christmas to everybody. That will be at a that Christmas point. present. Yes, well, we'll all say Merry Christmas then. But, but now, what do you think Pence does? Does Pence take the office, or does he get out of Dodge before it's the, too late the, for him? The wagon comes down on him. Yeah, right. Uh, I don't know. I think that pence is a much smarter man than trump so my first guess would be that uh we might be talking about president pelosi here well that's and that's where i was going with that Mm -hmm. you know so i i i don't disagree i mean for look pence knows he's tied his he's hitched his wagon to trump Mm -hmm. and he knows if trump goes he's going too yep i agree with it so i you know He's politically savvy enough, you know, he's still a worm, but he's savvy enough to realize, you know, I got to I got to get while the getting's good. Yeah, he's he's he may be arguably a bigger shyster than Trump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I couldn't agree with you more. So how does this sound to you? How does how does the name President Ventura sound to you? Hello, John. Are you there? (laughs) I just heard the weirdest thing in my headphones. Maybe it's hashtag big time professional radio again. Maybe we're having problems. I could have swore I heard. Let me check this. Everything okay? Wreck the tapes. I could have swore I heard John say President Ventura. Of course, it must be a technical malfunction. John, are you still with me? I am still with you. Oh, good. There we go. We've reconnected. I'm sorry. So we were talking about President Pelosi. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> well, anyways, Jesse Ventura, who's 
real last name is Janos. I think I forget his first his real first name. By the way, that that brings up an interesting question. So should by some uh, miracle or I don't know if we'd call it a miracle. Miracles are usually good things. But should Jesse Ventura be elected president? Wouldn't he have to use his real name? Uh, yes. Yeah. So, in other words, by the way, his first name is James. It's James Janos. Well, I would I imagine. I'm, I imagine he has to use his real name on uh, ballots official and any, documents. And official stuff like documents. That. Yeah. So, <laughs> that's funny because if he runs for president and has to use his real name, they're going to say who? Who? Yeah. He loses all that name. But now, when he ran in Minnesota, did he run under his real name or? He, no, he didn't. He ran under Jesse Ventura and he was called Governor Ventura. All right. So, there you go. Yeah. Minnesota, backwards I, ass state. And, uh... Yeah, exactly. Uh, but anyways, he's talked about a, a possible run to 2020, which I, I don't think he'll run. He just, you know, he came off the grid long enough. You know, he's living in some wormhole in Mexico and off the grid, as he calls it. And he decided, well, you know, it's about time people hear from me again. And so, so we floated the idea of, uh, of running for president. Uh, the only thing that a Ventura candidacy would do is ensure Donald Trump's defeat, which hey, if he's willing to throw himself on the, on the sword to get rid of Donald Trump, I'm, hey, I'm all there with him. Wait, what is Ventura? Is he registered Republican or? Independent, all the way. Independent. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. I, I, I honestly didn't know. Yeah. I honestly did not know. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm moving about here and it's... Mm-hmm. Not as easy. It, as you got a little comfortable in one position there, and it's kind of like did. after you sit in the old cab seat for four hours straight and try to uh, and try to get out of the car gracefully. I swear to God, man. Uh, of late, when I get out of the car, it's it's a good thing that law enforcement isn't watching me because I <sighs> you look like I you're literally. Drunk. Oh, I do. I exactly. I get out of the car, and my first two uh, steps are very stumbly, to say the least. Stumbly? So, yeah. I just made a new word up. Put that in the old Webster's Dictionary, if you will. Put, the, oh. put that put that in your Funkin' Wagnalls. Oh, yes, exactly. Oh, no, look that up in your Funkin' Wagnalls. Yeah. So if you visit a particular building in Portland, Oregon, uh, you'll just have to piss in the, on the floor here because this particular Good building Lord. is banning statute. Oh, I had I forgot what word I said. I forgot. Now you're going with piss? Now you're gonna, you're gonna one credit for a violation of the verbal morality statute. Nick, you're being a little sensitive there. I I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. PP. PP. Thank you. PP. I'm, I'm going to cut you off here for a second because I was listening to, do you remember Stuttering John from the Howard Stern show? He was on a Tonight Show. No, how? Huh? John Melendez. Anyway, uh, he's got his own podcast now. He was the announcer on the Tonight Show and a writer there for 10 years after he left the Stern show. He was, he was the guy that did all the interviews. He'd go up to a celebrity and ask these wild, crazy questions. Anyway, look mm-hmm. him up. You'll you know who he is. So, I've listened to his podcast a couple of times, and I listened I listened to a couple this week, 
and I gotta say, I mean, it's interesting, and he and and he's a good speaker and all that, and uh, the stuttering's not an issue anymore, and you know, he he talks about some interesting stuff, but the free flowing swear words, it just look, I, I'm I'm not a dainty little girl from from the mid 1800s from Victorian society, but enough is enough i just don't i don't consider that good radio sometimes it's appropriate most times it's not but not every other word you you know why i think that i use the language that i do because it pisses me off well that too but you know how extreme my parents were when i was a young kid you know that uh, that little whirly bird that uh, Uber is uh, uh, rolling out here. Yes, to be a part of our. It wasn't a helicopter. It was a hectoclopter. Hectoclopter. Yes, because they didn't want me saying hell. Oh. Yeah, I was definitely a a, a repressed child. So. Oh well. Eh. So- to hell with it it's a helicopter no i got you on that one i give you hell hell's okay we're 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 good with hell (laughs) Mm. but but anyways apparently join join uh, us next week as we as we bring in john psychiatrist and uh we delve into the twisted mind oh you know there have been times i've thought about just doing a show completely on this twisted mind i really have it would be the ultimate shannon files (laughs) <laughs> Let's move on, because I'm getting scared now. Yeah, you should be. Uh, but in Portland, again, if you have to take a pee-pee Thank you. in this uh, particular building, there will be no urinal. Uh, <sighs> urinals, for those who have never been in a, man, a men's bathroom, are porcelain receptors without seats or lids that allow men to quickly relieve themselves they're going to remodel when they remodel this building they are literally not going to have urinals in the, in the men's room and i guess oh. not in the ladies room either well what are they going to have i don't understand hey you're just going to have to pee in the toilet like everybody else you just have to pee standing up well i already do but you know so in other words they, they're, they're not going to install urinals that's that's yeah. the but why? I don't understand why. And, and my my first uh, my first thought on that matter, and I didn't read through the story uh, completely because again the headline just reached out and grabbed me. But I have two theories on this. One, they want to be politically correct and say, "Hey, well, you know, women can't uh, women can't pee standing up or can't use a urinal, so why have the urinal?" I know that's my my first. Uh, that's because my guess. men can, because it's convenient and easier for us. That's why. Hmm. But uh, yeah, and, and boy, this 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 could. Oh, no, no, end. no, 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 no! I'm going to stop you right there. So it's for the same reason that when you and I go to the doctor, there are not stirrups at the end of the uh, examining table. Okay, we don't need them. It's not appropriate for us. Okay, we need to accept the fact that men and women are different, not only mentally, uh, but physically as well. We got stuff Mm -hmm. they ain't got. They got a lot more stuff that we don't want. 
<laughs> okay. There you go. Yes. And it's, look, we instinctively, as men, urinal, tree, uh, doorway on a building, it's all the same to us. You, you, you know, look, for us, using a urinal, it's kind of like we're pissing on the wall, but we're not. Mm. Give us that. Give us that. It's actually messier. It's messier to have men use a toilet bowl. Oh, by the way, you didn't let me get away with the alternate P word there. I ain't going to let you get away with it either. That's fine. <laughs> Suit yourself. There you go. Yeah, I was just going to say that. This can't end well because uh, uh, if anybody knows what happens to uh, men, especially when they get up into our age here, what happens when they try to uh, stand and pee in this little uh, receptacle known as just a toilet? Uh, hey, if we don't uh, if we don't raise the seat, there's there's nothing but disaster for the next. Uh, By the way, the try week. try this stunt in a bar. And see how often you have to go in and mop up the floor. Yeah, you are absolutely right. <laughs> because the, the urinal gives you a much bigger target. You are literally peeing on the wall. And we're, we like that. We like doing that. And we can move around and spread around and still not do any damage. <laughs> exactly. And besides... There, there, by the uh, way, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop you right there. There's not a young man out there, especially anybody with brothers, that never did the sword fight. <laughs> oh, you know it. Yeah, they won't even give you a damn trough. If you've been to a, to a football stadium or something like that where it isn't a urinal, it's a damn trough that you have, have you, to pee in. Have you ever seen the ones that are circular? And everybody stands around just looking at each other. Those were old. There was, they <laughs> I had never that, saw that. But they oh, had that. No, they had that in the old Orange Bowl down in Miami. And the first oh. time I was in there, and I go to the men's room, and it's like we're all standing around this giant porcelain bowl. With in the middle was the plumbing, and the water's coming out, and from from the center of it, like almost like a fountain. And we're all standing there, you know. And there's no predetermined spots. It's just one long. It must have been. Must have been ten foot around, ten feet around, maybe eight feet. Well, it had to be had to be that big, otherwise people would be have pissing fights across the. Town. Oh, it was just the most bizarre, and of course, yeah, the the troughs, which actually is a fantastic idea when you get right down to it. It's easier uh, to to install. It's uh, it's easier to maintain. You only have, you, mm -hmm. the plumbing is much easier to to do. You only need one water source. Well, you got quite a quite a water source going in there to begin with. But you that's... know what I you know what I mean. You know what I mean. <laughs> There's no flushing. You just keep the water. You know, just keep it flowing. Yes, ladies, that's what we used to put up with. Okay, you had to stand there and expose yourself to everybody around you, and let it rip. Just yeah. let it rip. And. and uh... Try not glance. Try not glancing down to see can't, if uh, you can't if your gun is bigger than you can't not do it. <laughs> oh, I think that's how guys got as twisted as we did. That's why women should be running this country because that's oh, no what question. was going on in a man's life. There's no the question. Truth. We, uh, I've said it before. I'll say it again. If we had to deal no. with one percent, and I mean one percent, of the discomfort that a woman's body produces for her 
on a monthly basis. Mm-hmm. We'd all be uh, locked up in the fetal position right now. Are exactly. You, are you kidding me? Listen, listen. I know we're about ready to go out, so I'm I'm going to uh, I'm going to give you this, and I want you to contemplate this for next week. You have an assignment. Next week, I want to discuss should the world's uh, oldest profession be legalized or at least decriminalized. We'll leave you with that. Think about it. And we're going to we're going to head out the door here for this uh, week of the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI. So from Egan, Minnesota, I'm John Shannon. Adios. Don't forget Soundtrack Saturday. See ya.